Sound good? Good afternoon, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Bubba's Bodyguard Podcast today. I have a special guest, Michael Wright. He is the uh, founder of the Michael Wright Foundation, Michael Wright Show, and as well as he's the former uh, founder and president of the Midwest Basketball League. Michael, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great, Bubba. How's it going? I'm great. I'm blessed. Thank you so much. Uh, Michael, could you kind of just break down for us, uh, you know, some of the workings that you're doing and, and some of the work that you've done with uh, with basketball and the show that you're working on currently? Uh, most definitely. Um, you know, um, I'm the founder of the, you know, the Midwest Basketball League, which is, you know, I sold it off to one of my partners, Aramis Brown, is now switched over to the Maximum Basketball League. Um, also got the, my hope foundation got started, which, you know, I want to give back to different countries like that's less fortunate, like, you know, in Africa. So Africa and Jamaica, the two places that I'm looking at already launched in Africa. I'm Mm -hmm. looking to probably launch something in Jamaica where I can, you know, be able to like, you know, help out with, you know, kids that need a food over there, you know, to take care of lunch stuff as well as, you know. Uh, once they get back to school and all this stuff, help out with different things like that also. Um, and my Michael Wright show, um, I will be looking to, you know, do the sports segment side as well as get into the community and do some community stuff as well. So um, not long ago, I was just in Huntsville, Texas, um, you know, doing a showdown with the uh, Huntsville Diamonds cancer team with Miss Latil Richardson, you know, where they had a survivor's a benefit banquet so you know i was blessed to be down and you know being there with them which was a great honor yes <clears throat> yes absolutely and um if, if you could kind of touch on um i know we talked before and you've you've worked with some uh at-risk youth can you kind of just touch on uh what you did with that and uh you know just any encouragement that you could be of offering to anybody that could be going through some troubles right now in their life that um what what would you t- get them um i was a former juvenile correction officer in the state of texas um you know i dealt with kids on several different levels for skipping school all the way deep as to murder you know just waiting to get a certain age to get transferred over to the regular prison Mm -hmm. um one thing i would like to touch on is you know with our youth like especially with the spike in violence that we see in this day and time is to Think before you act, because a lot of these kids that I had a chance to talk to, they didn't think before they reacted. You know, it was they acted off impulse. So don't act off impulse. You always want to mm-hmm. think before making your decision. And before you pull that trigger, before you do anything crazy, you got to realize this can cost you the rest of your life. And that's something that you want to be somewhere where they tell you when to wake up in the morning or do you want to be able to get up like for summer vacations? Do you want to take summer vacations with your family? You know, different things, you know? So I would say just be yourself, you know, don't let, you know, your peers or negative influences around you cause you to do something that's going to jeopardize your freedom, you know, just stay motivated. Absolutely. Yes, sir. And uh, can, can you kind of touch on how you got into doing uh, how you got into creating the Midwest Basketball League and how you got it to as far as as, as where oh, it's been? So just kind of well, uh, take basketball you some steps league, with that. You know, we had our, like all business, you have your ups and downs. 
but the core value that the Midwest basketball league was established on was, mm-hmm. you know, giving back like to the community. So it was more than just basketball. You know, my main philosophy mm-hmm. was to use the platform in order to, you know, reach out with young generation or bring them in and give them something to do. So, you know, and to, you know, deal with different things like me coming up, you know, that was God gave me a vision for the league, you know, to create it to, you know, get it going. Uh, because basketball used to be a way that I dealt with the different situations that I was going through in life, you know, to be able to, because like as soon as I go play the game, you know, and go to practice and do track in order to get ready for basketball, a lot of the anger that I had built up on the inside as a kid, you know, when you get into different activities, it's like all of that energy and all that what's on the inside is being released. And it calms you down and actually have you with a, a set mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, all right, cool. You know, I'm just going to relax a little bit. You know, somebody can literally cuss me out after I get through with practice. Because I used to be a loose cannon. Somebody say something, I used to go off the handle. When I got into sports, somebody say something crazy. And I'm like, whatever. You know, I don't even entertain the energy. Mm-hmm. So I know for a fact by getting a youth involved with sports and different activities, even traveling. Um, I don't think I would even be outside of the state of Texas right now if it wasn't for the Molly and Johnny Woods family. You know, um, my mother, she used to always work a lot. So they took me out and, you know, took me to different places. So I don't think if it wasn't for them, I don't even think it would have been a Midwest basketball league because, you know, I would have been comfortable with being in that one spot instead of spreading my wings and flying. I got a chance to see both sides of life. And, you know, basketball took me to a lot of different places. It not only took me places, but it also helped me to provide a different platform for these young men to come into and to continue their dreams where they feel like all hope was gone. Right, absolutely. And not only basketball, but to train them up to, you know, be positive role models. Yeah. So yeah. So that yeah. So you know that's kind of the main things for the basketball side. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, re- recently, uh, I was named against both. Would say, or listening. right now, uh, at use if can, can you hear me all uh, right Bobby, you kind of cutting in and out a little bit there yes okay uh can, can you hear me better now all right hang on one second let me check something all right cool we're, we're good like i said we can go back in and edit this but um so i'm going to say that again um, so, so Michael, re- recently I was uh, named an ambassador for bodyguards against bullying. What, what is one thing, uh, one well, message you could, uh, bullied put across is, this, you know this podcast wrong. Uh, for your message against um, bullying? You got to treat people like you want to be treated. Um, you know, not everybody mm-hmm. can, you know, some of the bullies out there, you got to realize not everybody can, you know, big and tough like you are. And when it comes down to the violence side, you know, like I tell everybody, a scary person to kill you quicker than the killer will. 
So you got to realize, you know, before you bully somebody, you know, if you bully them and bully them and bully them for so long, they mm-hmm. can only take so much. And then eventually they're going to want to, they're going to be ready to pick up something to defend themselves. Like they're going to get tired of it. They got a breaking point. So, you know, before you do all the bullying, just think about that. You right. know, you can't, hey, the big bad wolf ain't going to be big and bad forever. <laughs> you know, before before that week of person, you know, get tired of it, you know. And also, if Absolutely. that person, right. let's say they had enough and they commit suicide, guess what? Bullies. Right. You know, the mess of the bullies are the, those that big and bad. Guess what? You're going to be held reliable. So, right. you know, you don't want to do that. So, you know, you want to be able to just live a nice, peaceful life right. and, you know, all the bullying stuff, just let it go because people are being affected. Absolutely, and with, with your with your workings of of mentorship and and being around the youth, what what is what is one thing that you could always attestify, uh, whether it be a secret or just something that you've known that that it just always works when even if you have a, the most problematic child or somebody that's really going through a situation in life, what is what is one thing you found that really always worked well for you? Was it was it communication? Was it uh, accountability? Um, was it, I would say it you goes know, you to, said you're going to do something. You follow through with it. What, what would you say? Uh, could you attestify to that? Like you can't just go right in and be like, okay, I'm about to change you overnight. Mm-hmm. It don't work like that. Some you know you got to go in. The trust you have to, right. you know, let them know like, hey, I'm here for you. You know, and, you know, it's okay. You know, I'm your friend. You can talk to me about anything. You don't have to. If it's negative, I'm going to tell you, you know, you can't go this route. But at the same time, I'm going to give you advice. So the key thing is you have to listen. You have to be a good listener. Because once you be a good listener and it's a time to speak and it's a time not to. You know, we can't always interrupt them when they're speaking. Even if it's something we don't like, you know, I would, you know, just tell the parents just to sit back, just to listen. You know, have that listening ear. And then kind of, you can kind of mix it up a little bit. You can, you know, talk to them Mm -hmm. about their stuff. And then if you need to discipline a little bit, add a little discipline on top of speaking. You know, not just this one, this one, this one, this one. You know, you can't degrade them just because they may be real bad. You can't just say you're not going to be nothing. You ain't going to never be nothing just because you're upset. You got to be careful with your words because your words is a daily tool depending on how you use them. And that can push that kid into the streets. And that's one thing you don't want to do. So you can be a good listener right. and also get them positive feedback, you know, as well as discipline. You know, don't do no negative feedback. Just make sure everything stay positive. Make sure you discipline and accordingly. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Absolutely. And I can I can uh, I can agree with, you know, everything you stated on there. I think those are some very valid and, and pivotal points. Um, let's get back here for a second to to your workings with the Bulldogs in the Midwest Basketball League. What would you um, say was your proudest accomplishment? To be able to, you know, you know, be able to, to establish a program mm-hmm. that's, you know, continue to grow. You know, even though I wound up selling off the Midwest Basketball League, you know, I sold it to someone that I believe in that I know that'll keep things moving on up and up. And even with some of my owners that went different directions, you know, regardless, you know, we got our ups right. and downs, but at the same time, you got to look at it. 
they programs that they got, you know, broke off that, you know, from the Midwest Basketball League, you know, so, so that's a blessing. Yes. And, and could you give me, give me an example of, of during your time with, with the Midwest Basketball League or with, with your time with the Bulldogs of when you really went through a roadblock or you had a, you had a problem that you felt, man, I just can't get past it. And, and how did you persevere? Um, can can oh, you give me a, a, a situation question. like I'm that and just kind of explain to me how you um, faced adversity and I were able deal to get with past the it? Midwest Basketball League just like in the Eagan Bulldogs, the sports stuff, just like I do with life. You know, um, I look at things as God gave me a vision, you know, to get everything going and get it started right. up. Because honestly, leading into the last year before I even sold it, I already knew like, like a year or two before then that, Okay, I need to start looking for someone to actually keep this going because I got bigger things to do in the community. Mm-hmm. And and you know, and I, I go by, you know, day to day life, like the problems that come up, yeah, right. we got plenty of problems come up behind the scenes. You got you got rebellious owners, you got, you know, I may make some mistakes here and there, you know, and, mm-hmm. and you know, that I gotta fix up. You know, so it's um I just look at it like, you know. God led me to it. He going to lead me through it. I know everything going to be all right. And, you know, I just keep my faith and keep moving forward. I try not to let the situation get me down on anything that come up in life. I just keep a smile on my face and, like, God, fix it. You know, Lord, I realize I messed up here. Lord, I need you to come in and put the right people in my path to teach me how to, you know, stay on the straight and narrow path. And so basically the to summarize everything, just pray, <laughs> you know, pray and move. Absolutely. And uh, you kind of touched on there what, what I was going to ask you next. I was going to say, uh, how, how was your faith so, so important to you? And how did you how did you lean on your faith in, in life just to get through situations or what, what, what is, um, faith means what, what does your faith me. really mean to you? And, um, coming and you up, I went through so much, you know, like moment. people don't even know to have like what I went through behind mm-hmm. the scenes. Like, you know, and as a child, mm-hmm. mentally and physically, I was breaking. And then, right. you know, I used to act off, like I said, I used to act off impulse. I used to do stupid stuff all the time. But once I, you know, got that connection with God because, mm-hmm. you know, even once I got the connection with God, you know, even if I fall down, you know, I used to get down on myself. I used to, you know, just be just, you know, depressed like, hey, I can't do nothing right. But then as I got more and more into the word and then it's okay. And I realized, okay, you know, it's okay right. to fall down. Everybody is not perfect, but what you got to do is keep getting back up. If you fall down, get up. Cause if you fall down, the devil, he's going to put it in your mind. Like you a failure. He wants you to stay down. You know, if you fall down in life and business or anything, he wants you to, he wants to beat you across the head and wants you to stay down. But then I realized how to utilize the word. Like the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. That was my favorite verse. You know, Lord, I know if I keep you first, I know if I, obey your will. I know that you're going to make a way out of no way. And that's what I stood on. I know if I lift my eyes into the hills, I know my help coming from you, Lord. And ever since I got that down, you know, everything that came up, he always brought me through it. I've never been through one thing in life that God hasn't brought me out of. 
even when I got in trouble, you know, I'm like a small kid. I'm like, Lord, help me out of this. I promise I'll, I'll work on changing. So there you go. And as soon as out of that, it's like out of nowhere. Boom. All right. Amen. And, and so kind of this kind of ties into some things we're talking to is talking about as well. What what would you say uh, is, is some strong, solid advice that you could give for anyone in life that right now they just have people that are just, uh, you know, speaking down upon them that are that are hating that are, you know, they may be naysayers of the dreams that they have, when the people, goals, the vision that you they know, have. put you down what, what when they say you're not going to make right it now, Michael, when they try to tear you down from your dream, just smile at them, you know, just smile and keep on going, you know, like be like, you know, all right, cool, whatever, you know, just keep them out of your circle. You don't know who to put in your circle or not to have in your circle. And just say, God bless you. Keep on moving. Because if you do do tick for tack, it's not you're not gonna be able to sleep. If you really, you know, trying to do right, you're not gonna be able to sleep doing tick for tack. And they go with me, like, even with some of my former owners, you know, even though they put me through I don't know what, you know, during the basketball thing, if I say something crazy on social media and then I go back and take it down because the spirit of the Lord convicts me on different things that I say. And I'm like, no, nah, I can't do that. You know, I can't do evil for evil. You know, just because somebody put me down, that don't mean I got to do the same thing and go put them down. That'll make us know better than what they doing. So therefore, we just got to just learn how to brush it off, you know, because if you go through life and you don't right. have people talking down on you, then something, you know, something wrong. You gonna always have people, regardless if you're doing good, they're going to be talking down on you regardless. If you're doing bad, they're going to try to keep you down. Don't stay down. Get up. Keep moving. Absolutely. And um, can you just kind of touch on, uh, obviously, you, you're around the Minnesota area, um, you know, with, with some of your workings and, and some of the basketball, uh, you know, that, that you're involved in. Uh, what, what is, you got a lot of opportunities here. One like, thing that you just truly love about Texas, the city of Minnesota. You know, um, you know uh, they pretty much work you for a little bit of nothing. Like, you got to basically work, like, because, you know, I'm on child support, and I believe in paying my child support faithfully, you know. So even if I got to go without, you know, if I'm on child support, I believe in, you know, being a positive role model. I believe mm-hmm. in not only doing that, making sure my kid's taken care of, even if myself has to go without. So being in Texas, it was hard for me to, you know, keep up with all this, especially they want to take you down to like $10 an hour, $11, stuff like this. And then, you know, back to eight and all that kind of stuff, kind of fluctuating. Coming from Texas to Minnesota, Minnesota is like a gold mine. That's why I tell anybody, you know, like, if you really want to get yes. ahead, Minnesota is the place because, you know, it's jobs all over the place. And if you don't get a job here that's a good paying, you know, like here, I think they start you off almost fifteen dollars an hour, mm-hmm. if not more than that. You know, even fast food starts you off at thirteen compared to Texas, you're gonna be probably making like seven, eight dollars, stuff right. like that, you know. So that's a big difference. And I feel down there it's kind of it was a setback for me here. I feel like I really kind of splurged a lot since I came here. You know, you can work one job the actually make sure that kids are taken care of as well as my business adventures and helping out other people. Right. 
Absolutely. And uh, obviously you're, you're pretty well known uh, around the, the state of Minnesota and, and, you know, in the cities that, oh, that you no, work in. No, 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 If there was, hey, if there was ever hey, a voice hey, they for mayor, a, Hey, they're doing a great job, you know. I, don't, I ain't sitting in the office all day doing all right. this. I'm thinking, nah. You know, I, 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 done with a lot, <laughs> I, I done with a lot of politics during basketball side of things, kind of running it in. Right. <laughs> you know what I think? Now, being in the office all day. You know, that's one thing I give it up to our politicians because they able to sit at them meetings, sit at their desk all day. And me, I'm like a a more of a kind of get out and go person sitting at a desk. I'll be going crazy. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just wanted to get your input on that. And that, that was pretty interesting. Um, so with with the Midwest uh, Basketball honest, League. Like how, how were you, know, you able God, to grow it to to the point you know, where blessed it, got it to? to you know get let's mm-hmm. say how I want to put this he blessed it to rise above the occasions the expectation that I had for it way quicker than I thought um and you know give credit out to my brother Charles Hickman like he actually came in and helped me out greatly with it you know getting started like you know we had a partner at first that backed out Charles Hickman is like a brother to me down in Kentucky, you know, working down in Kentucky remotely, mm-hmm. you know, helping me out because technology was my weakest point. So Charles, you know, he's like, you know, my right-hand man. He was in, uh, you know, taking care of all of the technology stuff, putting in schedules, long sleepless nights that he put in. So, you know, got to give him credit where it's due. He played a big part of our growth. And they're helping me get teams on the east side. So, and yes, and what 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 would you say uh, d- during your workings uh, with with the basketball league? What would you say was the moment where you just really knew that it, one defining moment that you said, "Wow, like this is really something that's changing people's lives, or it's giving people that platform." Well, and that every time the ball go on the what, air, what would you say was one defining moment that really that's stuck a out in your for memory? Me. That's an awesome memory, just to be able to see our guys, mm-hmm. you know, up and down the floor competing at a high level. Is you know, I never put anything after, but you know, now I'm on here. I'm just letting it all out, mm-hmm. you know, because um, when the ball go in the air. I and mean, I'm on the sideline at a different venue. I'm like, wow, you know, God, you gave me this vision. This is actually really happening. Like, it's I, it's like I'm still in it. Like, honestly, I was like I was still in a dream. Like, I can't even – because, right. you know, coming up, I couldn't even – like, my thing is it's hard for me to stay on test wow. with a lot of different stuff. And, you know, when I had that, you know, problem come up as a kid and to be able to actually see mm-hmm. that, you know – I actually sticking with stuff, getting it together is mm-hmm. actually taking off. And, you know, a lot of the people that doubted me coming up, you know, how I've trusted and believed in God, like, and how he gave me that vision, how not only he gave me that vision, but it actually came to fruition. I'm like, this is unbelievable. You know, I, I never pictured myself running an organization, you know, because I used to always live in that fear of being a failure. And to see that I actually put my mind to it and by God's grace to be able to actually take off with something, that's a that's a blessing and that's an accomplishment on top of itself. People can say, well, Michael fell here, Michael fell there, here, there. You know, unless you know Michael's complete life story, 
how I wouldn't even gave this an attempt years ago when I was a kid, how I actually stepped out on faith. That's a that's an amazing accomplishment right there. And you know, to God be the glory. You know, he you know right. taught me how to conquer my fears, conquer those fears of feeling like I'm gonna be a people of safe. And you know, and as I got that perseverance, as I gained that boldness, you know, I'm like, you know what? If I fall, I fall. God, I believe you're gonna pick me up, you're gonna keep me going. You know, and uh, that's how I go by life. You know, I might fall, but at the same time, if I fall, I'm gonna get up. Right, absolutely. And can can you kind of touch on that? Because you hit on the you hit a, a, the nail on the head there. Kind of, uh, I, I hear this terminology a lot. People always think, "Oh man, I failed in life, or, or I'm a failure." Can, give some give somebody some reassurance that uh, that. You know, what what can you uh, accredit to that, you know, and, and strengthen their, their minds that you know, people failure. aren't failures in life? Failure what can you uh, give some strong wisdom you know, there in that regardless area? Regardless of how the situation may look, I don't care if it seems like the mm-hmm. world is falling down on top of you. I don't care. Even when we got the crisis with the coronavirus going around right now, we are seeing lives being lost. We are seeing, like, our businesses, you know, being, you know taken down, I want you to realize that we're going to rebound. We're going to recover. You know, um, keep going. Keep your eyes on the prize. You know, if you got to retool some things, you know, rework it, you know, and to, you know, really just get everything back where you need to be at, bigger, greater, and ever than before. So failure is never an option, um, period, you know, just get the mindset, you know, sometimes we may fall, but don't accept it. Get up. Right. Absolutely. And and what what can we expect from you, Michael, here in the next year to three years? Well, uh, we, 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 we touched on the Michael Wright show. Uh, we know it's going to give an opportunity for you to give back and, and for you to use your platform to, uh, you know, help the youth that are trying to get uh, more recognition and more exposure in the high school level or um, whatever really level that truly, may be. You know, at. I'm looking um, to take what, what things to another things whole different level. To see from you here in the future, instead of just centralized, I want to have a national program up and going. Not only that, um, you know, mm-hmm. God will. I want to have facilities built. Um, I want to create a program within my system to, you know where we can have an option for parents. Like if they kid get in trouble or something like that, I want to have a facility um, made up where we can Mm -hmm. take them from their trouble homes to take them out. Like I was given, you know, take them to a different city, like to be able to see a different side of the world that they're not used to seeing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, far as, you know, instead of being around gangs and negative influence, we want to take them and show them the positive side of things as well. And then, you know, as they get the taste of that, and then before they leave the program, we'll put the, put the ball in their court and be like, okay, you done seen the street side, and now you done seen this side where you can actually go to. And, you know, now you have a choice because life is about choices. Then we want to let the kids know, okay, mm-hmm. which choice do you want to make right now from this point on? You've seen both sides of the life, and now we want you to make the best choice for you. And clearly, 
you know, being successful, not looking over your shoulder, not worrying about, you know, getting killed on the streets or being put in prison. That's the route we want you guys to go. And we want you to take your experience that you just received here in our program and take it and use it in life and be a leader and not a follower. Absolutely. And, you know, that's so important. Um, you know, I think I think youth nowadays, they, you know, like you said, they just don't get out of their environment. They don't they don't get to see how beautiful life can be. They don't get to see, uh, you know, how you can really maximize your potential. And then they're around people that they think they're doing cool things and they're doing, you know, stuff that may make them tough or give them street credit. But at the end of the day, you know, street credit doesn't do nothing for you except get you in and out the system or, or lose your freedom, you know, so. Uh, you know, and, and I think that's so important and that that would really be uh, something powerful. And I, I give you a lot of uh, respect and really condone you for, uh, you know, really wanting to have that heavy involvement uh, with the youth and especially trouble youth, um, you know, because they're they're the ones that need it most. You know, they, they may be misguided or grow up in broken homes or, you know, whatever it may be. Um, so I, I definitely, uh, you know, really, really like that idea. And, uh, you know, we're getting ready to conclude here, Michael. What is uh, what is your last message of just positivity that you could spread across this podcast as people from all around the world will listen to this, uh, that even though we're in a time of epidemic, we're in a time of, of this coronavirus, what is what is your final uh, the words, uh, encouragement words is, of encouragement? We will prevail. Motivation and we're going to prevail over the coronavirus. We're going to prevail over violence. We're going to prevail over, you know, depression anxiety that's spreading across the nation, you know, slowly but surely, we will reach to the top of that mountain. And I can't get there alone. We need, we as a nation, we as the people need to stand up and support each other to get to the top of that mountain in order to create a better tomorrow for our new generation. Amen. And if you could just let us know, Michael, where where can people find you at? Uh, whether uh, website, you can go to my Instagram, media, you know, the Michael uh, where, where Wright, keep in touch uh, with you three eighteen. You know, I got Facebook, so Michael Andre Wright, and you know, so and then you know, if you want to go keep up with some of the Midwest Basketball League stuff, which is formerly Midwest Basketball League, now it's considered the uh, Maximum Basketball League, you can go to official org which I'll be looking to coach the Egan Bulldogs probably in our last season. So, and you can go to Egan Bulldogs basketball Facebook to keep up with us on there. All right. Thank you so much. And, uh, you know, we really appreciate you coming on here today on the podcast and, uh, you guys can find us. We'll be on iTunes, Google Play, right, Stitcher you, Radio, Appreciate Overcast, and Spotify. Bye. This Bye. is the Bubba's Bodyguards podcast. 